What up, everybody? I'm the big homie. And yo, it's your boy, G.I. We want to welcome you to our show called That's, That's What's, What's Up. Up. show about people bringing topics to the table me and G.I. aren't normally familiar with. Right. And we got a good one going ahead for you guys. G.I., are you ready? You know I'm ready, boss. My man, let's hop into it. Let's do it. What is up, big homes? My man. I'm, What's the word, boss? Oh, I'm good. How you doing, my man? I'm great, man. That's good. Super great. That's what's up. Every time we 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 get ready to do a show, man, I'm just hype, hype. and ready. Right. So you always ask me that, and I'm never going to give you any di- different answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, I, I guess that just means we chose the correct field to go into. Damn right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so we want to walk me to episode three. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, we got a very special guest on the show today. Yeah, bro. Yeah. And let, before you introduce her, this person you know is very close to heart. Very close to heart. Yeah. In in the heart. In the right, heart. In right up in there. Right up in there. Not the, like in there. Yeah, the part of the <laughs> damn artery cavity of your right. heart or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, if if we're gonna get technical, I would say maybe like like a ventricle or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Um, my sister's here. Very, very near and dear. So we want to welcome Lena to the show. Lena, say what's good. Hello. What's hey, up? Hey, big sis. What's popping? up? <laughs> Not that I'm sitting down here in this heat. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. You, got that, you got that air conditioner on? Yeah, yeah. We got central air down here. It's the, oh, you good. Bomb. Okay. It's you bomb. good. I'm, yeah. too, I'm too damn black for this heat, man. <laughs> <laughs> Or, but that's what's up. Thanks, sis, for joining us. Um, for Thanks all those, for having me. Oh, absolutely. Um, for all those that don't know, um, Lena has been played a, a huge part in helping. That's what's up. That's right. Um, before season one started, you know, we consulted with her as far as um, our logo that you guys see on our pages on our website. <laughs> um, she hooked that up for us. Uh, the T-shirts that we have, you know. This all came from her. All came from her. You know. So we want to say thank you. Big thank you. No problem, guys. I was super happy to do it. All yeah. right. That's what's up. And she did it for free, too, y'all. Did she do it for free? We yeah. Her. No, I, I did it for free. I'm still Damn, waiting for my shirt. we paid her for it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> still waiting for my shirt. What? Oh, yeah. I, I will send it to you with the paintings. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. You didn't give your sister a shirt yet? <laughs> Do all that. Ain't got no shirt. Listen. Oh, well, it's too black. To be, it's too hot to be wearing it now, though. Right. That's true. Word. Oh, man. Let's do it, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we got Lena here today to talk about uh, branding. Okay. Because we, we, if that's what's up, believe that everybody has a brand. And that everybody deserves to put themselves out there in some shape or form. Right. Now, earlier when GR mentioned that uh, Lena had went ahead and made the logo and made our branding for us and everything that you see, that's what's up related, has most likely come from my sister. Right. And uh, we we have her here to kind of talk about that because she does this kind of, correct me if I'm wrong, as like a side business kind of deal. Yeah. Yep, I'm a freelancer. So I do this for you guys, for other businesses. I currently work remotely for a bridal shop. I handle her branding. Um, yeah, that's what I do. Okay. Okay, that's what's up. So yeah. 
let's let's just go ahead and open up the table. I, I want to ask you real quick, what what are some key things that you think about when you are trying to design a brand for somebody? I think for me personally, it's a lot about getting to know the people that I'm designing it for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm in no way uh, a you know expert uh, as as far as branding and design goes, but I've been doing it for a while. Um, I sat down and figured out a little bit ago that I uh, have been doing this since 2007. Okay, <laughs> so yeah. nice. I've got a got a little bit of uh, of water on my feet, as it were. Um, but basically, like you know, you want to figure out the person who's asking for this logo or for a design and figure out what it means to them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you guys had a bit of a launching point when you handed me your stuff and asked for some assistance. And I could tell like it was close to what you wanted it to be, but I had to talk to you guys and figure that out and see right. like, you know, what is the show going to be about? What are you guys going to talk about? And what is the, the, kind of aura about, you know, like what you guys are doing, because all of that kind of has to be reflected in the product in the final design. So, you know, it's, it's not about, you know, what the designer wants necessarily. It's about what you guys want. And it's a lot of back and forth that people don't realize, Mm -hmm. you know, people I think expect when they need a project done, they ask a designer for help and they expect that designer to just magically come up with something that fits them on the first try. And that's, probably super unlikely. I mean, it would be amazing if I could do that, <laughs> but <laughs> not a mind reader. <laughs> so, you know, you kind of have to go back and forth with that person a while and be like, okay, how's this? What's, what do you like? What do you not like? And, you know, take their criticisms or their excitement and go from there. So is it safe to say that with the territory of, of, the, of the nature of your job, right. that there's a lot of, uh, ups and downs that come with it a lot of uh you know uh frustrations if you could say that or oh yeah, yeah. i could definitely say that so yeah. there's like there's a whole website i can't remember it off the top of my head but there's a whole website uh that is just graphic designers uh submitting requests that they've gotten from clients <laughs> okay. and how awful they are really <laughs> It's a whole thing. Um, and I think anybody who's in this field kind of knows that, that it's, it's going to be a lot of back and forth. It's going to be a lot of frustration, but Mm -hmm. the end result is hopefully a super happy client and also work that you can be proud of. Right. Yeah. I was just going to say that because I mean, you, like I said before, you definitely hooked us up and, Uh (laughs) um, I was super excited to receive what we got, you know, and, you know, I definitely saw that, you know, you put a lot of uh, energy and, and work into that. You That's know? right. Um, so let me ask you, um, once you get a client and, you you know, you get the ball rolling um, and, you know, you present them with, you know, some of the things that are close to uh, what they're looking for. Um, sure. How do you leave that that client once they're satisfied? Is is there more of a relationship build for more connections to grow with them? Or do you just like start working for the next, uh, you know, uh, possible client in line or whatever? Is it, is it like, are you done? Here you go. Or yeah. Do, do well, she's not done with us. A cup she, of coffee. she ain't done with us. I'm just saying she ain't done with us. She got more work to put in. <laughs> I mean, it's a, 
depends. I mean, like a lot of my portfolio is like stuff for family and friends. So like your, your guys's logo is in there. Um, I just did some baby shower invitations for one of my best friends who's having a baby in September. Um, and I had previously done her wedding invitations or not her invitations, but her, um, programs, uh, that got handed out at the ceremony. Um, and yeah, it's a lot of networking. Um, you know, Mm. you don't realize now and not even just in this field, but like pretty much in everything nowadays, like it's not what you know, it's who you know. You're right. So You're right. Absolutely you right. Make, yeah. You got to make relationships happen. So yeah, a lot of my, a lot of my work comes from, um, just talking to people. Um, you know, a lot of my designs and portfolios are work that I've done for other employers. Um, you know, when I've been working full time at other things, um, you know, I offer my services to them. You're like, oh, do you need, you know, a new banner for this event that we're going to? Do you need a new logo? Um, I just did recently, um, I was working for the Chamber of Commerce uh, in uh, Franklin County, which okay. is back in Massachusetts. Okay. And uh, I, from that connection, actually got to design the logo for Natalie Blay, who was um the previous head of the chamber of commerce for that County. And now she's the state representative, uh, for the first Franklin district, uh, and works out in Boston. And I got to design her campaign logo because I happened to be working at the chamber when she decided she was going to run. You know, it's a, it's a lot of kind of chance and, you know, just putting yourself out there and being like, Hey, I can do this for you if you need somebody, you know, she's at Boston too. Right. I'm yeah. go, I'm going to Boston. You, you know what's in Boston? <laughs> you a Celtics, Celtics fan? It's a what? Are you a Celtics fan? Uh, you know, I don't really do the sports ball that much. <laughs> <Damn. but. laughs> Just like me. Yeah, no. Okay. Nah. I just had to ask because you're in Boston. I've been dying to go there and check out a game, so. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. I mean, it's, it's a great town, but, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, super expensive. That's why we ended up in North Carolina because it was cheaper to live down here than it was to go out to Boston. So, oh right, well, I, I can hear that. I mean, with the yep. occasional flooding, I mean, you know, just you know. we're not flooded yet. <laughs> oh god, yet, <laughs> yet. <laughs> That's crazy tight. But um, I mean, I guess you know, how was it when you when you first like decided to do that, like? What was your mind mindset like? Okay, did you just sit down at a table and say, you know what, I'm gonna take on clients. I'm gonna help them with their brand. I'm gonna, you know, like what what, what was your thought process when you decided that you wanted to get into this field? Oh man, um, is, is that too much for you? <laughs> I, 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 I don't mean to. That's a lot on the plate. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, no, it's fine. I mean, like, I think it, it's a moment for everybody. Um, you know, when they decide what they want to do, right. you know, creatively, particularly, right. um, you know, I, like I said, back in 2007, when I was doing this, I was still in high school and my friends and I were, uh, the biggest nerds you would ever see. And we were on like, uh, online doing like Harry Potter role-playing games. Okay, <laughs> and really? my, okay. what got me into graphic design was I did all of the, um, all of our like 
forum signatures. I don't know if anybody out there is going to understand what the hell I'm talking about, but we do like, (laughs) (laughs) we did like, you know, our avatars for our characters and like what we were doing, um, for our signatures in our, in our, um, posts for this forum were basically like celebrities that we had concocted to look like our characters that we were playing. And so like, (laughs) That was my job was to like create these things for us to make our games more realistic. <laughs> right. Okay. So and, that's, know, so that's where it started, it. Then, huh? Yeah. Right. And you know, I did a lot of stuff. Um, you know, after graduating from high school, I worked a lot of retail. I've worked a lot of administration. Um, and it's it's kind of like realizing that there's a there's a creative hole um, that needs to be filled. I think, you know, like. Isaac and I, we come from a family of nurses. So, yep. you know, I think yep. when anybody decided we weren't going to go for nursing, it was like a big thing. <laughs> um, you know, I've our, a nurse, our nan is a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he um, he he talked about that like not too long ago. We had we were not, talking about that um, not too long ago. Uh, I, I forget the conversation, but I was talking about how awful uh, the computer science program that I was in Um, and and how bad that was and i made a reference to uh to how everyone in our family uh is is basically a nurse so right i i essentially said that if i had not chosen to go into computer science which would have ultimately led to this that i would probably be in med school right now right yeah (laughs) no joke like when i told our grandmother that i was not going to go to school for nursing she was probably like that's probably the only time she's ever been like super disappointed in me, really? <laughs> you know, like, no, I was like, I'm going to go to art school and that's what's, that's, that's what's up. And she was like, I don't like that at all, Wow. <laughs> so, you know, but I think yeah. everybody kind of has to follow that voice in their head and be like, yeah. you know, this is, this is the path that I'm going to take and just kind of own it, you know? Right. You're absolutely right. That's a problem that uh, a lot of people nowadays have, you know, they, they lose sight of that voice, you know, that says, you know, mm. this, yep. this may be what you're doing now, but imagine what we could do if you were to, you know, listen to me rather, you know, that, that voice yeah. in the head. You're absolutely right. I'm a living yep. testament to that, bro. So I, you already know my background. Right. I told you, <laughs> I was like, you know, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, uh, blue collar worker, mm-hmm. you know, mm. straight, straight out of high school. You know what I'm saying? I, I went to school for graphic design for two years. Um, mm. Yeah, and I tried my hardest to uh, get a career in that. But in Western New York, it is su- super difficult. You know, yeah, it's very that is su- why I left, man. Yeah. That's why I left. <laughs> I graduated and I went to Massachusetts with the thought of going to Boston, yeah. and I just never made it out there because it was just so so expensive. Yeah. <laughs> It, it was super hard. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that didn't pan out. And, you know, um, make a long story short, you know, I went back to school for, you know, what me and IJ or IJ, I'm sorry, <laughs> are uh, majoring <laughs> in. And here we are, you know, so sure. it, it yeah. does it does take that little voice to, you know, kick in your ass and say, yo, <laughs> you got to do something yeah. better for you gotta, yourself. Got to do something. Oh, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So do you have... Any advice for somebody that may be struggling to hear out that voice in their head? Is is there anything that you could say to them um, that would kind of let, let them follow their dreams, I guess? I, I don't know. <laughs> anything inspirational? I mean, 
The only thing I can say, honestly, is like, just kind of like put a little more trust in yourself, you know, like there's, it's always going to be terrifying. Like, that's the thing. Like people I think are afraid to, to branch out and do a new thing because it's probably one of the scariest things you can do is drop everything, you know, and be like, well, this voice is telling me to go do this completely opposite thing that I hadn't even thought about, but mm-hmm. now here I go, you know, it's like jumping off of a cliff and you kind of have to just own it. Like I said, like you have to know that you're about to jump off this cliff and just like know that you're going to land someplace safe. Like it might take a couple of times, Oh yeah, (laughs) you know, but yeah, you might have to walk a couple of miles once you hit the bottom, but like, it's, it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. You know, like I think a lot of people get afraid of branching out, like, especially if you're, you know, doing something where you're even the littlest bit comfortable, you're like, you know, if I do anything to change this right now, then who knows what's going to happen. Right. Comfortability. Yeah. Yeah. And you just kind of have to do it because if the worst thing, I think, is not is not doing it and then always wondering what if. Right. Right. I I totally agree with that. That's that's the worst to be like, you know, if only I had, you know, done this thing 20 years ago, like who knows where my life would be now? And it's like, right. Yeah. Like, no, I want to know where my life goes if I do this thing. So (laughs) she's dropping knowledge today, boss. Yeah. Send it. Send it. Yeah. (laughs) That's what's up. No, you're 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 totally right. You know what I'm saying? For all those listening, you know, that's what it is. You have to um listen to yourself, you right. know, and and follow your own uh direction in your heart and you never you never know. Like 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 you like you just said. So it it The other thing too is you have to know that you can ask for help. Like it it's you know, I think a lot of people too are are thinking like, well, if I'm gonna go do the thing, I have to be able to do it by myself. And mm-hmm. that's that's not, not the case at all. You know, I was when I really decided I was going to make this graphic design thing into a, a real income producing thing for myself, you know, I was lucky enough to have my husband was super supportive of that and was like, Yeah, if that's what if that's what we, you know, if that's what you want to do, then let's do it. And so, you know, I was able to do like, um, like coaching classes and other things like that, which is not for everybody, but like, you know, whatever you need to do to help you on this journey, you know, it's, it's not that you have to do it by yourself. You just have to find that like network of people, you know, family and friends who are going to support you and not be those like naysayers who are like, well, I don't know why you're doing that. You know, Mm. (laughs) um, a good example is people who do like, um, like the MLM, you know, multi-level marketing or, um, stuff like that, like Avon or Mary Kay or, you know, any of those kind of things where they're always asking their friends and family to buy stuff, (laughs) you know, like everybody hates that. They're like, don't ask me for anything. Like, I don't want to buy it, like whatever. But, you know, we're so quick to support these like huge corporations who don't give a crap about us. Like, why not? If you can, I I guarantee you, if you ask your friends for something that you're looking for, they'll know somebody local or know a small business or Mm -hmm. something to that effect who has it. And it's like, you just kind of have to know who's around you, who's going through this journey and know how that you can support them. You know, right, man, it's, that's, that's so much truth there. Are you going to say something? No, go ahead, bros. 
No, um, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, what, what you say there is 100% truth. You know, you just can't be afraid to put yourself out there. You know, my senior project, I did uh, I, I did an entire year of focus and research around success and the mindset for success and everything. Mm-hmm. And 99.9% of what I got back from all, all of this data that I collected was you need to put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. When it came time for us to kind of wrap everything up and give our ten whole ten minute speech about it, which yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, everyone was freaking out about the speech, right? Uh-huh. And I kept telling them, I'm like, man, you know, don't don't worry about it, you know, but put you out there, right? And if nobody likes it, here here's a fun fact: they're not going to listen, so you don't have to worry about being judged, you know. Right. And it's like I I did that, and. I'm not going to say that I bombed my senior speech because I, it, it, all in all, I got a 97 on it. Okay. Yeah. You didn't my, bomb that. That's my, the opposite of bombing. My, <laughs> my delivery, I, I bombed my delivery because you, you had to do all these things, you know, the, the, the slating, you know, hi, mm. my name is Isaac. I'm here, you know, to do this, all, all that good stuff. And That's how you sounded when you did it. It's just generic. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Moral of the story, I, I ended up swearing like 12 times in my speech just because oh. just just I didn't care. Right? Oh, God. And, and, and everyone was <laughs> asking all die. these. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to make me die here. Like, I, I wasn't even paying attention to the instructor or anything. And her, her mouth <laughs> wide open looking at me like, what the hell is going on? Oh, my on? God. And th- these people are coming at me with these questions because, of course, you know, as soon as you do something that you're not supposed to do, people all of a sudden take interest. And it's like, oh, yeah. wow. Wow. Sure. They're, they're asking me all these questions and I'm, I'm coming out with the blunt and honest truth. And eventually the instructor just kind of shut everything down. She was like, okay, wow. that's a wrap. Okay. <laughs> but I got back with a 97 and I still talked to some of those people that were like, I can't believe how courageous you were. Yeah. You know, one of them uh, details my car uh, every year and he like get, talking about supporting you know local businesses and everything. Mm-hmm. And he had a detailing business and everything, and he he was my friend. Right, I'm like I trust you, you know, clean clean my car and everything. And we all have these niches that we get into. I can't clean my car for anything, um, <laughs> but he he also cannot build his own computer, and that's kind of how the the. the symbiosis i guess comes from you know that's that's where it comes from you know he's awful at tech things and um i am and he's great at car things and i am not (laughs) that's crazy tight oh man you you kill me with that car thing though (laughs) you really do um lena let me ask you a quick question ma um so we we kind of got off subject a little bit with the whole brand thing um, but how important is it for you to establish what is looked at as a successful brand? Oh, like a thousand percent, like mm. probably more important than any product you sell or any service you offer or anything, anything that you think is important in a business. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of it is as important as like brand recognition, like a thousand percent. That's what people need to know because that's what makes them come back to you. 
that's what makes them think of you when they need something. Right. It's, it's not necessarily what you're offering. Like one of the most important things that I learned in marketing classes and courses and all that stuff that I've taken is that you're not selling your product or service. You're selling the feeling or the solution or the resolution that a person needs from your product or service. Right. So like, damn. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. It's deep, man. It's deep. So like, you know, like for example, this bridal shop that I work for their, their marketing is a lot about emotions, right? Because they're selling expensive wedding dresses. Right. And a a logical person is going to be like, okay, I'm not spending $12,000 on a wedding dress that I'm going to wear once. Right. And, then put away like it, that's insane. Who who in their right mind would do that? Right. Literally everybody does that. Right. Do you want to know why? Because they're not buying the dress. They're buying the feeling mm. of when they're in the dress. They're buying that look on their partner's face when they see them, you know, walk down the aisle. They're buying the feeling of looking back on those wedding pictures and being like, "Wow, I looked good." You yeah. know, like it's it's way more than just the dress. And mm-hmm. so your brand, your marketing needs to reflect that, mm. right? Like that's the important thing. And a lot of people forget that, you know, they're like, you know, if I'm selling this dress, I really want people to buy this dress. Why aren't people buying this dress? And it's like, if you just post a picture of a wedding dress and you're like, I have this wedding dress for sale, it's $12,000, come buy it. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to do that. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. You gotta, you gotta sell the feeling. You have to sell the emotion, and I think that's what a lot of small businesses, in particular, you know, when I first started this endeavor of graphic design and marketing, I, you know, I help people with their social media and I help people with their design, and like nobody realizes how important that is. You know, uh, when I was in Massachusetts in Greenfield, you know, a lot of those small businesses are generations old. Right. right. So they've they've been passed down in families for mm-hmm. like three generations and mm-hmm. the town has been shopping there for three generations. And they're like, you know, I don't really need a new logo. I don't need all this social media marketing that everybody is doing. Right. And it's like, you know, there's a whole new group of people right now, people who are our age, the millennials and younger. We don't shop like our parents did or like our grandparents did. It's no longer about, you know, well, that place has been open for 120 years. So of course that's where I'm going to go. Right. It's not like that anymore. You I know, when Amazon, I, I'm when I it. need something, <laughs> I look at Google and I let Google tell me oh, <laughs> you know, like, where I need to go. Yeah. <laughs> and if me. I don't, if I don't, uh, what's the word? If I don't connect with, a business when I search for them, if I don't, mm-hmm. if I'm not able to, to see what I want and feel what I'm looking for in their brand and their marketing, then I'm not going to shop there. It doesn't matter if my grandma shopped there. Like, right. you know, you know what? That's super interesting uh, that you mentioned that. Um, and I think that's one aspect of uh, a brand, how important it is. Um, I just want to take a look, tell like a quick story. Uh, sure. And this is like, um, so okay, so you guys are both familiar with Rochester. That's where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's a spot that I used to go to to eat and get like soul food. Great, you know what I'm saying? Almost close to like mom's, you know what I'm saying? Potato salad wasn't as close as mom's, 
but, <laughs> but it was good. All right? right. <laughs> the greens were on point. You know what I'm saying? Um, and <clears throat> it used to be called Snuffies. Okay, it was close Ooh. to close to the airport. Um, he had like a signature like barbecue sauce. He used to put on his you know ribs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you couldn't get it nowhere else. You had to go to Snuffies. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Imitations will try. You know, the Heinz and everything that you get from Wegmans, they would try. Yeah. But it wasn't Snuffies, all right? Mm-hmm. So with what you were just explaining, the taste of his sauce was the thing that made catapulted his career in the sure. restaurant business. You know, that taste, the, just the... You know how black people get when they're eating like fried chicken? They get happy as hell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in the groove. Yeah. In the groove while they're eating it, like dancing, like, mm, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is some good ass chicken. <laughs> exactly. That was, but that was his, that was his thing. And yeah. what, and stuff is no longer there. Uh, you know, I don't know the, the reasons why. Um, you know, it could be something totally unrelated to what we're talking about. Um, sure. But I think. In hindsight, to what you were explaining, with people just just like you know wanting to get like their own flavor or their, you know try something different, um, mm-hmm. it kind of puts places like that on the back burner. And there we go, you know, lack of support. So maybe he had to close the shop because because of that reason by itself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I mean, great brand. I mean, he his his food was his brand. Great brand. Sure. You know. You know. And and everything else that went with it, you know, and it, and it's a shame that um, that that's all it takes. Just like how you said, you know, you, you want to find something, you Google it instead of getting yeah. in your car and being like, OK, you know what? That looks like a cool little spot. Let me check it out. And then you fall in love with it like I fell in love with Snuffies and, and the rest of everybody in Rochester. You know, I mean, yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, I think another part of the problem too with small businesses is stagnation. You know, mm. like you said, like it's we don't know why they closed in particular, but just coming from a small town and seeing things open and then close and then open and then close, like a lot of that is just eventually you saturate your immediate target market right so Mm -hmm. if you you know in rochester by the airport that's a prime location but Mm -hmm. that only you know your your market only goes so far there and like if he Mm. wasn't doing anything on social media if he wasn't advertising if he wasn't getting word of mouth out there right you know it's really hard for a business to keep running um after you've saturated your market you know eventually somebody's going to be like hey do you want to go to snuffies and they're going to be like nah you know like (laughs) eventually that will it'll hit that point where you're like no i want to try something new i want to go somewhere else and businesses have to adapt to that you know and realize that they can't just keep offering the exact same thing the exact same way forever you know it doesn't work like that anymore that's why he he could give me all the ribs that he wants it. I'm eat them damn things. I'm just real good. <laughs> yeah. Y'all should see him here now. You know, he's getting you gotta tell other it. people about it. You know, he's gotta go outside yeah. his market and be like, hey, these are something you've never tasted before. You need to get over here. Mm. You know? And that's something that social media most recently has been able to accomplish for a lot of small businesses. But you just have to learn how to tap into that and I think a lot of older businesses in particular are scared Mm. of that. They're scared of that change. They're scared of 
that uncertainty because it is such a fluctuating place. Um, and it is scary to be online alone by yourself and not know what you're doing. Right. You know, yeah. But if you do it wrong, you know, then that's it. The internet is forever. So you say one wrong thing on your business page and that's the end of your business. <laughs> right. See, I didn't say anything wrong on my YouTube channel when I tried to put it out there. But I mean, like, sure. you know, there's a there, it, there comes a threshold, you know, where it's like, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. putting so much into this and I, I'm just I'm not seeing any return. And I think that's what businesses are afraid of, because. Yeah. Sure, sure as hell that's what i was afraid of and sure enough work streams came true <laughs> not doing youtube anymore right but that's yeah but you moved on to something bigger i was just know? about to say this, that yeah this is good you know it's an it's an evolution of what you were doing before and right. that's that's the thing you know it's not like you you were like you know what screw youtube i'm never touching it again and you're just done with like the internet forever right. <laughs> yeah yeah I think it's because I didn't actually say anything wrong that would that would have hindered, you know, that that brand and whatever brand I tried to create in the future, you know, maybe because there wasn't anything physically said that I, I was able to help contribute to something mm. this large, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess in, in regards to what she was explaining, um, I guess. Well, L- Lena, let me ask you, is there such thing as like overexposure? With a brand? I mean, I think I think that depends on like your your what business and your model. Right. Um, okay. I'm sure there are people that would say yes right. to that. But I mean if you look at like larger corporation type businesses like Coca Cola, for example, or like, you know, Pepsi or something like that. Right. Even you know, there's a saying like all publicity is good publicity. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there is no such thing as bad exposure or bad publicity because eventually people are going to forget about that one bad thing that happened less now because of the internet. Thanks internet. But <laughs> Thank you know, you. I, think, yeah. I think it's, it's about evolving and moving past that. So like, even if you do have something that is bad, that happens being able to spin that into a positive experience or I think a lot of, importance nowadays rests on letting people know that you have learned from that experience or mistake or whatever it was, you know, learned from that and moved forward. Um, there's a lot to be said for that, um, Mm. kind of, kind of stuff now. So personally, I mean, like, I don't feel like there's too much ever too much exposure. Mm -hmm. I think it, it, it's more based on, like I said, the type of business that you're in, but also your ability to grow. Right. Right. So like if you, I think that's the one thing that, that might kill a business. Like if you are able to be like, okay, well I've got all this marketing, all these people want my product or my service. That's great. But if you aren't able to provide all of those people, products or services, then Mm. that's, what's going to kill your business. Mm. Right. So like you have to be able to, adapt with your uh you know with with how much your business is growing and be like okay well now it's time to hire people now it's time to you know streamline the process now it's time to do all this other stuff and that's the other thing like sometimes you're only one person and Mm -hmm. sometimes you don't know 
you know, it's, it's, it goes back to needing that support system and needing those people who have done this before or like, you know, know what they're doing so that you can get the help that you need so that your business doesn't die. Right. I see what you're throwing down. Didn't, didn't, uh, Killer Mike talk about this. Who? And Killer Mike. Talk about oh, Le- Lena knows what I'm talking about. He came out with a show on Netflix, and I I, I think that what what we were just talking about was something that he put into an episode. So, <laughs> okay. The, the I mean, Cripcola. Cri- yeah. Is that, is that something? So, it's like, been a while. I, listen, I love Run the Jewels. Don't get me wrong. Killer Mike. <laughs> will always be in my heart but i cannot watch that show that show is called trigger warning i cannot watch it i was triggered okay oh, uh, man. we we do not agree on some things but, <laughs> but for the purpose of this conversation yeah exactly what he did so he mm. took this small group of gang members and basically changed their whole uh outlook you know, and told people they're not a gang; they're a street fraternity. Street fraternity—that's what. You, <laughs> you know, it's—it was insane to me. I was like, I think we need to like dial it back a minute. Like, hold on, but but in a if you put that in a bubble and just looked at it as an experiment for marketing, I think that was an insanely amazing thing that happened because they did sell they made soda they made soda by hand and sold it and sold and once they were like we're not a gang don't worry about it you know people were like oh okay like (laughs) it took a second but eventually people were like yeah this is just like any other soda and fine we're gonna buy it so like if a gang can do that (laughs) you know i I don't think there's any excuse for most businesses (laughs) wow that's that's (laughs) I didn't know that he did that, yo. That's <laughs> you taught me something okay. today. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy tight. Um, let me ask you um, this quick question. Maybe uh, this is maybe I like on a little bit of a serious note. I'm sorry, babbling Ooh. my words. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Um, so I know you know um, you know everything that happened to uh, Nipsey. Uh, God rest his, his soul. Um, yeah. Um, you know, he was on the verge of doing something great for his community um, as far as, uh, you know, opening uh, stores and um, giving us a, a place, uh, giving, you know, black people a place to to shop and, you know, uh, very entrepreneurish, you know, with his with his uh, tactics and everything. Um, yeah. Now, he was focusing on. Um, establishing his brand, you know, even while he was, um, uh, you know, focused on his music career. Um, and he transcended that into the actual physical part aspect of it, um, which I think he, we didn't really get a chance to see how successful it could have turned out. You know, you know, he was taken too quickly. Um, but I think and my question for you is, um, you know, he had a platform he uses music career as his platform right. to then, you know, uh, transition into that. Um, so for the person that doesn't have that particular outlet, you know, um, you know, it's one thing for us to do it because, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're, uh, being heard all over the world and, and everything like that. Um, yeah. and 
I guess my question for you is for the person that's wanting to get the word out, you know, just like a Snuffies or a small business, um, the way social media is now, um, how 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 easy is it or is it even hard or easy to do um, to put that out there and to actually get the recognition and, and people in tune? Because a lot of people have their opinions on certain things. And they yeah. might look at it and say, like, you know, well, I'm not messing with Snuffies. His barbecue sauce sucks or, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, or whatever. Um, but when you put that work out, you know, how – I'm trying to think of the right word. Isaac, help me out. You know what I mean? I uh, – <laughs> <laughs> um, this, this is a web of questioning. I'm just, I'm, <laughs> beyond my reach. I'm just saying, like, yo, is it hard for um, – when they when they try to put it out on social media and whatever, yeah. try to get people to, to tune in, and they don't get the looks or the likes or are you are you suggesting that when people put out their call of call to action and then nobody really calls to that action, you know should should somebody be disheartened because of that? Well, or? I mean, what's the next step after that? Okay, because like what I was referring with Nipsey, his music. Is what tuned people in, so they were already in tune to him, yeah. right? So it wasn't yeah. hard for him to make that transition. People, he already had followers, right? Yo, so it was sure. not easy to be like, oh, that's Nipsey's store. I'm going to, I'm going there to shop. That was too easy, but for the person up and coming is what I'm referring to. Yeah, right. So what do they do when I, nobody responds? Okay, I yeah. get you. I you got you. me, boss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to help me, man. You're my co-host. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think my answer uh, for that is probably like a little twofold, right? So like in my own personal experience, I definitely have been where you're talking about. So like, mm, okay. you know, I've been like, I've had this entrepreneurial idea and I want to, you know, put it out there. I want to get clients for my design business for Len makes things like I want to do that. And, you know, in my mind, what I had to do was start, from the bottom, obviously, and be like, okay, well, I'm gonna, like I said, I took some classes for marketing. I mean, obviously, I, I went to college, I got my bachelor's degree in design. Um, I think you have to map out where you want to be, mm -hmm. and then take baby steps <laughs> okay. to in that, in that journey to where you want to be. Like, right. I think a lot of people just kind of skip to the end, right? You know, you've, you've got this idea and you're like, okay, this is the idea I have and it's going to be big and I know it's going to be big. So I'm just going to do it. But it's not about that. It's, it's, you know, there's like a proverb or something. I don't even know. It's like the Dalai Lama said it or something. It's like, it's not about <laughs> destination, <laughs> right? It's about the journey. And if you take the proper steps in your journey to get to where you're going, you will meet the people that you need to meet mm. and you will figure out what it is that you need to do. Right. So like, I always say like, I went to the wrong college, right. For what I wanted to do. Like I have a, I have a bachelor's in design, but if I was smart, I would have gone to Rochester. I would have gone to RIT. I would have gone to some like, you know, big school that's like, you know, got all the technical stuff. And mm -hmm. I think if I had done that, I probably would have walked right into a, a graphic design position immediately after graduating. Right. But I didn't do that mm -hmm. because 
I wanted to be close to home. I wanted to be close to my mom, to my Nana. And I wanted to not be in Rochester. Like, to be perfectly honest, like, I didn't want to be in Rochester at all. Okay. And so it's this, like, opposite school. I went to Elmira, which is, like, down by Pennsylvania. And they didn't even have, like, a real graphic design program. They just had, like, a Bachelor of Arts. Here you go. And, like, when I said I wanted to study graphic design, they had me make my own curriculum. Like, that's how ridiculous it was. What? And I had to, they you know, a couple Mac computers is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I just got to attack my wall. Photoshop um, was. But, yeah. They were, you know, they were as helpful as they could be. Right. But I, you know, I think I, I misstepped in the beginning of my journey is what I'm saying. And like, so you kind of have to make the best of that. And like, if I had made my plan from the beginning and been like, okay, this is where I want to be. This is what I want to do. What do I need to do that? Then I think things would have turned out a little differently, but I'm of the, of the mindset that everything happens for a reason. Right. Right. So me going to Elmira set forth a whole bunch of things in my life that would never have happened if I didn't go there. So you kind of have to figure out what you know what your journey is going to be and how you're going to how you're going to deal with that you know like i think a lot of it is mindset and so if you've gotten to the point where you have this entrepreneurial idea or you want to start a business then think about your past your journey up to this point and then figure out where you have to go from there right so like you know, like I said, all of my portfolio, all of my design work so far has been family, friends, other employers that I've worked for, and just kind of like being in places and basically interjecting myself into <laughs> into them, like being like, you know, I, I am here. I do this, right. you know, oh, everybody, <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. Put a freaking bumper sticker on your car that says like, I do blah, blah, blah. You know, like you got to. You know, yeah, uh, oh. you got to make it happen. Things aren't just going to come to you. Right. Is, I think the, the end, the end proverb, right? Like you, it's not going to just happen. It, you have to put in the work. You have to put in the action right. to make your dream possible. If that's what you want to do, you can, know, can we tell these young kids that? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm serious. Like, please, they have no idea. You know, they think that everything is supposed to be given to them. You know, think think about all the TikTokers. Is 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 that what it's called? Something like that. Yeah, Yeah. TikTok. I don't know if TikTok is still a thing. I think they got they got a or they're the new thing that that got past the other video app. I don't even know anymore. I'm old. (laughs) Face app. That that Russian spy thing. Yeah, no, not oh, doing man. no face app. I will stay my age. Thank you. All right, ain't nothing wrong. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. I I hear you. Oh man, this is cool right here. Um, but yeah, I think that's an, I, you know, I think that's important. You know, um, I guess to sum it all up, you know, just to have an idea, you know, a goal in mind. Um, just kind of like how you and I had, bro. You know That's what I'm saying? Right. You we, know, we had an idea. You know, I actually didn't this. have this idea. This was all. Uh, this is put it out there real quick. 
this was all you <laughs> asking me. I yeah. was saying I was be bopping around here doing my thing at school, you know, concentrating on my grades and everything. And he said, "Yo, I want to do a podcast with you." And the only thing I could say was, "Hell yeah, let's do it." Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, after I am, you know, it was just like, like I, I I had gotten to work with you a little bit, you know, we we vibe really well. I was like, I I, I gotta we gotta try and do something, yeah, you know, because there's nothing here where we go to school for people to want to get into radio. It's all for, you know, TV broadcasting. And a lot of those lessons can be applied to the radio. Oh yeah, absolutely. But as far as getting behind the mic and trying to make a name for yourself now, Mm -hmm. so that hopefully fingers crossed, it'll be a little easier for you to transition into the workforce. They don't really have anything like that for people to want to get into radio. And I was like, if, if, if I'm going to do this, I need I need to have somebody by my side that is as all in as I am, and that's 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 why we're we're doing this, right? Yeah, you know, absolutely. That's what's you gotta up. have people on your team. Yeah, he's a good dude. I, I keep an eye on him too. Just so, just so you know, sis, I got him. Thanks for that. I got, <laughs> I got you. Oh man. <laughs> so, I guess I I just for everyone at home. We, we kind of want to leave you with this, okay? Your brand is what you make it out to be. That's absolutely right. If, if you have an idea <clears throat> and you think that that idea can be extraordinary, like, I, uh, let, let me let me quote the Avengers real quick. You know, there, there <laughs> was this idea to, oh, bring, to bring a team of A-list heroes together to form something <laughs> great, you know? <laughs> if, if, you, oh, if you have an idea like that. Follow your heart. That's what's up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you want to make some barbecue sauce and put on my ribs, I'll be the first one in line. <laughs> That's right. I'm damn. I ain't playing. <laughs> let's let's just keep in mind, though, that there there is a line in the sand between growing a brand and growing a trend. Okay. Yeah. You don't want to mm. be a trend. Okay. Yeah. Because right now the trend is going around and opening ice cream and licking it. Okay. You yeah, don't, don't do that. You don't want to be doing that. <laughs> you want to create your brand. There, there's a difference between longevity and just just following the crowd. Right. So those are all things to consider when you're trying to figure out what is your brand. And That's with, right. And with that, we're gonna go ahead and conclude episode three of That's What's Up. If you enjoyed, be sure to listen. Uh, so, so be sure to listen, of course. Be sure to like, favorite, subscribe. <laughs> do whatever you got to do. Real quick, Lena, you have your brand, Len Makes Things. Can you go ahead and plug yourself real quick? Yes, please do. Oh, yeah. I mean, mostly uh, you can find me at lenmakesthings.com. Uh, that's that's where I am. And I also have a Twitter, uh, at lenmakesthings, but it's not super active. <laughs> okay. but that's where I am. I don't understand that damn Twitter. I uh, know. <laughs> It's hard. It's, it's <laughs> difficult. Yeah. And uh, we we mentioned earlier about a website where you can go to view all of the awful requests that people have submitted for graphic design. Um, we're gonna have that in our in the description of this episode if you want to check that out. Um, yeah, it's freaking funny, man. Just <laughs> and just understand that's a day in my life. Right. A day in my life. That's so, what's up. So give that a look. Check out Len Makes Things. Lena, we want to thank you for being here. Oh, thank you, guys. Thank you, Mama. It's been a pleasure. And uh, 
I'm a big homie. And it's your boy, GR. We'll catch you on the next one. All right, everybody. Peace. This podcast was recorded in the Finger Lakes Television Podcast Studio. Visit FingerLakesTV.org for more information on podcast services.